What was the guy called from Police Academy? What was that guy's name? I never saw Police Academy. Oh, no? Nope. Do you know what I'm talking about, though? Uh, the, 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 really with it. That black guy that just makes really cool sound effects. That's his whole thing. He does, like, oh, a yeah? helicopter. That's me. Ooga. Ooga chaka. All right. What's up, everybody? We Hi. back. We back. Welcome to episode 52 of Bad Vice being released to you on a whenever Gorian feels like it basis. Probably tomorrow. Relax, dude. I'm, yeah. I don't fucking record them and sit on them for a while. It just don't record them. That's why they're not so fucking yeah, but far isn't the whole between. point of a podcast is that you're supposed to be there every week <laughs> and people are supposed to know that they can come and count on you. What are, you, what are maybe, people supposed to say on Thursday at maybe noon to when you, there's nothing here? Because I'm your fucking therapist and you expect this every week from me. No, my me. therapist is my therapist. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? We got, we got a lot of things. Let's just start the show off. Let's get into it. Okay, cause we're moving on. Oh, oh. It's hot. Fuck. Mm. <sighs> Welcome to Bad Vice, everybody. This W N B C. Give me one more of those. Hey, I'm Matthew Offen coming to you on a Tuesday afternoon here on WNBC. Enjoy that ride home. We got a wicked one for you. Here's Bruce Springsteen with Born to Run. Man, I don't know why you aren't working as a fucking, you know, radio, radio DJ, si- yeah. Even like a janitor at a radio station. I feel like you'd be like, oh, here's Hoffman with his crazy little ideas. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I clean. I also make radio. What's up, man? How the fuck you been? When, good, good. How's how's New York doing right now? Lovely. The weather was kind of crappy, but I'm all finished up my semester, and I'm here to visit for a couple weeks. Hell and yeah, I'm dude. Back. Nice. What do you? What's the summer look like in New York City? Have you? You haven't spent a summer there yet, right? I was there last August. It was very steamy, very hot. Subways get hot. Everybody's oh, hot. Everybody's sweaty. Fuck the subways. I'm already sweating right now. I just turned off the AC, and it's already like 78 degrees in here. Yeah, it's hot. It's gonna be a hot one today. It's but that's be all some right. Hot vice. You, uh, you were Speaking saying... of bad vice. Oh. What is bad vice? What is bad vice, Robin? Where's where's Robin? I don't know, man. She told me she might not want to come back on the show anymore. Did she say that to you? She said that to me. She looked me in the face and said, Gorian, I don't think I'm coming back. And I said, you could have told me this a little bit earlier, you know, but I don't know. We'll Are deal you serious about that? A hundred percent serious. You know, wow. She it's like Robin, kn- you know, she sits down Marina and says, Marina, not moving back in with I'm you. Not, I'm not moving back in. I'm not moving back into the country. Wow. Gorian... I'm not coming on the podcast. <gasps> what Ooh. is Bad Vice? Bad Vice is a podcast where Gorian and R.I.P. Robin <gasps> discuss advice columns. They read them and then offer their own spin on them. Excuse me. And if Robin doesn't come back, I guess uh, you see, know I what? can't take over. Uh, here's, here's amusing <laughs> I didn't ask for, for you. you to take over. Here's amusing. Is there anything worse in the entire world than a podcast with two white guys on it. Jesus Christ, is there dude. Any, I know, I mean, this is different. You're you, woke, dude. You You're started, from New York City no, right now. No, I just now. mean, like, boring opinions, eh? I, I got stopped from using a, uh, one of those everyone's welcome bathrooms. I was going to a, I was gonna go you use... You were going one, to a gender-neutral bathroom? I was going into a bathroom that was like, this bathroom's for, like, the disabled, the handicapped, the for for boys, for girls, for whatever, you know? And I was about to go inside and use it. Because there's also, like, if you walk down the hall, there was, like, you know, a regular men's and women's bathroom. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to walk all the way down there. I'm using the, the family one, the one that's right here. And I was stopped. And the guy was like, well, you can't use that one. 
He's like, well, I'm like, why not? He's like, well, it's only for like, you know, if someone needs to use it. I'm like, I need to use it. What are you doing? What are if you talking someone about? Someone needs to use it. I, I was like, it's it's 4 p.m. in the middle of the school. No one's so going to use the bathroom. In New York now, a lot of the bathrooms are gender neutral, but there will be so, so there will be signs on the doors of the bathroom. So it's like gender mm. neutral. But this bathroom has one stall and three urinals, oh. and that's next door to one that says gender neutral but this one only has five stalls so it's sort of like a you, it's gender neutral but you also understand that they're trying to let you know like hey yeah. if you're just like a cis guy like just go to the one with the urinals in it <laughs> that's anyway, where we fucking so belong so that's what i do because you know at the end of the day like i still don't want to like sit on the toilet when there's a when there's a woman on the toilet next to me like if someone's like you know I, i'm totally supportive of the gender neutral like for you but for me I still know which is which, and I'm going to use so the one that I'm you're, supposed to you're use. more comfortable taking a shit next to a man. Yes, but this is the beginning <laughs> of my story. Anyways, <laughs> I have this friend. Let's call him Jason. Yeah. His, his name is Jason. Yeah, okay. Let's call him Jason. And there's this bathroom at, like this at this movie theater, and... For some reason, he gets so excited. He goes, "You got this is the best bathroom. You got to use this bathroom, like, buddy. This is the women's bathroom. Like, I know. Oh, like, he, goes, he goes, it's neutral. It's like, it's not neutral. It's just stalls. <laughs> There's one next door that's got ten urinals. Stop using the women's bathroom. Wait, like, wait, wait. Is there any markings on the doors though? Like, is there like a thing that says that this one has stalls and this one has urinals? But it doesn't say men and women. It but just says stalls coming, and but he, urinals. He was at a movie theater that he's been coming to since before general neutral bathrooms was a thing. It's just like. At the end of the day, like you're still gonna make women uncomfortable if you're very often if you're like some very obviously straight white guy using their bathroom, and you can call it whatever bathroom you want. But I know that the people using that bathroom don't want this guy in there when he could just go to the next one. See, that's the thing. I don't want to use a bathroom if people inside are hating me for using a bathroom. Like, right. You're saying people use this bathroom and they get shunned by the people inside the I'm bathroom is like for if, using a. Fucking... If you don't feel the need to use a gender new, like if you if you have no questions. Uh-huh. If you were just like, a, if you're a cis person, as they like to say, just use the bathroom you were originally always going to use. Like, they may have taken the names off, but you know that if this one's got the urinals and you're a, a guy who identifies as a guy with a dick, like, just use so, that one. So, so I'm forever destined to have to flush other people's shit no, before like, I can do my business. Be, why should there be women waiting in line for this guy to, to be like, ooh, I'm using the ladies' room. Ooh. What women are you seeing in line? What there's have always you ever lines seen? for you women. The women's bathroom And there's a dude in there with, like, lines. Timberlands. You're peeking yeah, in yeah, your stall. A, oh, exactly. But that's, but that's what him. he is. He's like a dude at Timberlands. He's like, I'm going to use the ladies' room. This is the best bathroom <laughs> in the city. you got to see it. It's so like, man, it's just a regular women's bathroom. It's so cool. The architecture. Like, not the architecture. You you just love getting off on sitting on the toilet in a women's bathroom. Okay, if he gets off on it, then that's he fucked up. He doesn't say he does, but I know he does. So you know he does? I know when the movie ends, like, buddy, like, why? I said to him, like, that is the women's bathroom. Like, enough already. It's the women's bathroom. Just use the one with the fucking urinals like yeah. the rest of us. Anyways, that's amusing. Wow, that's horrible, And that wasn't dude. even the First of all, that's a great amusing. <laughs> Second of all, that wasn't even the amusing I was thinking of when I came in. What were you thinking of when you came in? My amusing is, at what point is it not okay for someone to be sick on a plane? Like, like Explain. if you're not feeling well yeah. and you've got a really bad cough where you can't go more than 10 seconds without coughing, should oh, you get dude. on the plane... So here's the thing. I was on I was on set a while back and I had a bad bad cough and mm -hmm. we were doing these like 10 minute takes and at one point like I have to clear my throat like pretty much every 8 minutes at that point, right? So <coughs> just one of those. I also a do a special. <coughs> I do a special when I get an ear when my when I get an itch, I go <sighs> You you shouldn't be allowed in any bathroom. Yeah, we just lost all the listeners, fuck. but go ahead. And 
it's just one of those things where like holding it in hurts so fucking much, dude. Like I've never experienced more pain in my life than like when you hold in like one cough because it always just goes like, <clears throat> and then something happens inside you. Yes. Your heart skips a beat or something. Your lungs skip a beat, and you just feel like you're gonna die all of a sudden. I don't like that feeling. I don't like when it happens to me. But at the same time, w- there's also people out there who do an overabundance of throat clearing and stuff. Like, to the point where it's like, dude, you don't have, like, nasal drip or something like that. Like, you just are, like, a disgusting human being. And my question is, did you run into someone who seemed like they were legitimately sick and coughing? Or was it just a disgusting human being that, like, probably does this at all times of the day or something? Mm-hmm. See, I was on this plane, and there was this, like, old woman sitting the row behind me. But not the row behind, like the row behind me in the other aisle, so I could like kind of turn and see. Yeah. And you know, on a standard day, she'd be totally my kind of lady. Would love to sit and yeah. chat with her. Like, she must have been like in her like mid to late eighties, had yeah. like one of those great necks. Ugh, god, like a fucking turkey. Yeah, and she's just talking to some guy, and then like every five minutes, every like thirty seconds, she's doing like, ah, ah, ah. and I was like, <laughs> just like I need this woman to fall asleep because like I'm gonna lose it. Like she's just coughing, like not and covering her mouth, it's going everywhere. You're also in like a giant fucking tube that like collects all of that stuff. Right. Just so like it's constantly being like filtered through the air and pushed like, back into Like I was waiting you. for the point where we were all gonna sort of have this conversation and be like, look, this woman's in her late eighties. Mm-hmm. She's gonna get us all sick. Just crack open the like, plane and fucking exactly. throw her like out a, the back. What, like maybe we just need to like United 93 this and like get together as a group of passengers and make something happen. Would you be in favor of some sort of airline that has like age limits like 25 to 40? I would be in favor of an airline that doesn't let minors fly on it. Like Soul Plane. Remember that? Yeah, that was a great fucking I would love to fly Soul Plane. I want to fly in an airplane that has a hot tub and a bar. I don't want to fly in a plane with minors or in a plane flown by miners, okay? I want, like, professionals up there making sure we get there, you know? Because mm-hmm. how does Soul Plane end? Does anyone on this plane know how to fly? Oh, no, that was, that was um... Oh, God, the that snake one. Well, Soul Plane, at some point, they have to go get, like, the backup pilot yeah. from the hot tub upstairs, and he's, like, wasted in the hot tub. On Snakes on a Plane, it was a guy who, like, played PS2 Flight yes. Sims. And then for years, I saw that with my dad. For years, <laughs> my dad's like, you gotta get me that flight simulator game. You never know when I'm gonna be on a plane, and they're gonna need me. He's like, Dad, it's not how it works. My dad's ultimate fantasy is, and I don't know if he'll ever feel like he's truly accomplished anything mm-hmm. unless he can become someone where someone where someone can be in a plane yeah. or at a theater and they go, is there a blank in the building? And he would love to be like, yes, it's me. What does your dad do? He sells insurance. So no one's going to go, is there an insurance broker in the building? <sighs> That's true. Yeah, but he would love to be the doctor that comes. It's the ultimate fantasy. It's the ultimate fantasy. Because they owe you one, and that's, like, for life. Like, I'm pretty sure there's some horror movies like that where it's, like, someone saves someone, and it's, like, you owe me one, and they call them on that one, and it's, like, all right, we got to rob this bank today. Like, I I just came from the gym, and I saw my pediatrician there, Mm -hmm. Dr. Burzen. Did he save your life? No, and I I was going to say hi to him, but he disappeared before I could. I hadn't seen him in, in eight years, Mm -hmm. seven years. And I was, like, this guy's a pediatrician, but, like... That's a, that's like a ch- child doctor. Yeah, if something right? happened to me in here, and You're I was like, like a child. and I was like, I need a doctor. Do you think he'd go like, <laughs> I can't just, hello, I'm here, or would he just like sort of put his head down and be like, I'm not a doctor, and just well, sort of slink out? Same thing with like dentists or like anyone that has like a doctorate in anything. You know, it's like we know we know what you mean by doctor. Like well, just be like, we had a professor. We had a professor with a PhD, and I'm certain that if you were at on a plane and they went, is there a doctor on board? She'd oh. go, I'm a doctor. <laughs> I'm a doctor of cinema. I'm a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> she would come. She would come forward and save a couple lives, Doctor right. Janice. All right. Okay. Let's. Wait. Do... Did we finish this musing? 
Yeah, my musing was like the copping on the airplane. It was like you know, can we can we like just mm-hmm. make a passenger decision to evict someone from an yeah, airplane? Shouldn't, shouldn't there be a quarantine a quarantine zone in the airplane? Isn't that what air marshals are for? Yeah, it's like, hey, uh, I'm not hijacking this plane. <laughs> I'm trying to save it. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Liam Thank Neeson. you. Yeah, Thank it was a great yeah. fucking movie. That was a great movie. All right, let me pull up one of my musings. Let me see what we got this week. Muse. Um. Oh, here's one. Uh, I was riding in a car and mm-hmm. I was in the back seat and there's two people in the front seat and they were doing that thing where they talk so quietly that I have to constantly shove my head in between the two seats to mm-hmm. even hear a peep of what they're saying and it's a three-way conversation we're going back and forth and when it's my turn to speak I always lean back and I'm like vocal enough so they can hear me and then their replies yes <laughs> like what what Speak up a little bit. Maybe they didn't want to include you. I thought about that as well. But then it's like, I'll get a, hey, Gorian every now and then. Like, I'll lean back. I'll do my mm-hmm. own thing. Because, like, you know, sometimes you want to pop in your own headphones if it's, like, a 40-minute drive or something. But it's also, like, you know, there's nothing worse than when someone tries to get your attention and you just legitimately can't hear them. Mm-hmm. Like, the amount of times I've almost walked by someone in the city because I have headphones on. They're like, Gorian. The other day, I saw someone from film school and she had headphones on and was biking and she stopped. And I said, hey, what's up, Frida? Oh, I love Frida. Yeah, right? Love Frida. Nothing. Except, like, she liked one of my Instagram posts a couple weeks ago, so I requested to follow her, and, like, eh, I'm still waiting. Mm. Still waiting. Wow, really? Is that how that works? You're allowed to, like, feast on my content, and I'm not allowed to feast on yours? This is why MSN was good, because it had the nudge system. Because you're like, hello, hello, I'm hello. still waiting. <laughs> nudge him a little bit. That was it, yeah. I'm like, if you're listening to this, I'm still waiting. I'd like to see the content. All right, let's read some advice. Let's do some let's advice. Let's do some advice. Some bad advice, so to speak. All right. We'll start do you want to start us off? Yeah, start us off easy. Please, thank you. <clears throat> <clears throat> Give me the weird one you do. <laughs> you fucking scum. All right. <laughs> I work as a banquet server at a large hotel and convention center. Yesterday, my manager, Fergus, approached me while I was setting up for an event and said, Come look at this video. This wife cheated on her husband. I'd watch. Yeah, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, let's see okay. it and proceeded to show me a real-life video on his phone of a man being brutally murdered with a machete while the wife looked on and tried to stop the attack, her husband attacking her lover. Disgusted, I said, what the fuck, and walked away. There's like a setup to the who's Tommy. Who's Tommy? The who's Tommy. What? Did you ever see the faces of the children? They get so excited. You don't know Tommy? I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. And Tommy doesn't know what day it is. He doesn't know who Jesus was or what praying is. This is because he didn't get to have a song in the beginning How that you wanted. How can he be saved? My issue from isn't. From the eternal grave. Oh, here we go. Uh, I later saw him proceed to show the video to nearly every other server working. I did hear him preface the video before showing it to other people by asking, Are you okay with gory things? after he showed it to me. My issue isn't really with the gore, though that no, though that's not really appropriate either. It's with the violence. Lots of people are not squeamish and would probably say yes to that question because they don't mind watching gory things in the context of a scene from a horror movie, which mm-hmm. is fake, or a medical surgery video, but wouldn't want to watch a real person getting murdered. Valid point. I agree. I, hard to say no to that. I don't mind gore, but I don't want to see a beheading video. 
<laughs> Saw the new Saw produced by Chris Rock. I'll watch it. Oh, dude, I'm so fucking pumped for that. He was in the, uh, the Old Town Road music video that came out two days ago. Beautiful. Good I'm guy. Gonna take the horse. Um, how should I address it after the fact? Should I bring it up with him, his boss, or HR? I think what he did was really inappropriate, but I don't want to get too involved or be the reason he loses his job. Let him lose his job, dude. <laughs> I remember my mom showed me a Screamer video back in the day when I was in like grade three or something. Like, you know the maze game? Yeah. So Your mom did that to you? Mom showed it to me. I fucking nice. screamed and ran very, to very the other Serbian room. Serbian of her. <laughs> it's why I am the way I am today, you know? Yeah. But it's one of those things where I was like, man, if I could have fired my mom then, I would have. been like, mom, you're fired. That was not appropriate to do at your place of work, a.k.a. this household right now, okay? Once when I was a kid that just came back to me, this was like my first introduction to sex. Mm-hmm. My mom... How old were you? I, I was really young. I must have been like six or five. <laughs> what are you doing getting introduced to sex? When okay, so here's the story. So my, mo- I, I, my mom is going to turn the TV on. Now, my dad, I guess, was watching something the night before. My really? dad, I guess, was watching something and didn't turn off the box, but he turned wow. off the TV. So turned my mom on your mom's box. turns on the TV, and the first thing I see is a woman, like, blowing a guy. And I have no idea what was going on there. <laughs> and my mom's going, cover your eyes, cover your eyes. Uh, to this day... I was like, what was that? You know what I want to do for your birthday? I want to find you that video. I want to find you that exact if fucking I video. If I saw it, like... Would I, you the, know it? The positioning in my head, the way I remember it, was so strange. But if I saw it, I feel like I'd know right away. I feel like it would be pretty easy to find, too. Because, like, we just have to go look at what HBO or whatever. What was it? Yeah, Skinamax? yeah, what, like, TNM Encore was yeah. showing or whatever. TNM Extreme or whatever was showing it in, 2000, in 2002. Dude, shout out to the people on cable that played porn late at night, man. My they friends still do, and I, don't they? I don't know. I don't have cable, but it was like it's that weird, like half baked porn where it's like they're just not nearly naked, but they are naked, but no one's no, fucking. No, it's hardcore now. Really? The, it, on cable? Like on just like pay sixty dollar a month cable? I'm pretty sure there there's was, no there way. Was something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighteen I've plus. Seen, they don't even seen. have R rated movies on cable anymore. I've seen. <laughs> I remember this this woman this guy's dick was in this woman's mouth I was it must have been like just post 9-11 I don't know what to think of it it's true you'd be very conflicted with feelings at that time yeah of your life. I was still getting over the the attack and you know do you know when your next exposure to sex was after that was yeah, it like later Shelby's, that day Shelby's sister Kira who lived down the street was like a man puts his penis in a woman's vagina and you're like that's wrong it's her mouth <laughs> exactly it's her mouth I've seen it <laughs> All right, so what's her advice to this person? Go to HR. Tell HR. What yeah, are you doing? Yeah, that's not right. Yeah. That's like a thing in the office you'd see. Like <laughs> yeah. Dwight being like, look at this. <laughs> it's in a real beheading video. You're like, oh. God, that's if the office was still on. That's what they would do. Tell Michael. All right, answer. This Let's is from it. Ask a Manager. What the hell? That's extremely disturbing and inappropriate for work. It's unlikely he's going to get fired over this. A stern talking to and warning is far more likely. But if for some reason he did get fired, you wouldn't be that reason. For his own, his own behavior would be. But again, unlikely unless this is part of a pattern. So yeah, please talk to his boss. If she's someone who's who addresses problems forthrightly or HR, if she's not. Since he's your manager, you may want someone with some authority over him to handle this. Boom. That was a pretty easy one. Pretty strange one to start off with. Yeah, but I, but I tend to agree. I always remember back in the day, like the old school internet, you would sometimes just be browsing and then all of a sudden it's like one of those like gory like random pictures you ever have that yeah i guess so it was just very very unnerving man 
Well, you went on those site, those aggregated sites, so they'd have all kinds of content. Yeah, like, and like, it was remember, like E-Bombs World. Yeah, that was one of them. Exactly. Like you never knew what you were gonna get on there. It was always scary. <laughs> so it was like every click, frightening stuff. Every click. It was like it was the dark scary. web for children. You're yes. like, yeah, you want to go on fucking E-Bombs World? You're E-Bombs World, man. You never know what shit you're gonna yeah. see there. Want me to do? How about I uh, jump in? Uh, I got another. I got another amusing. Oh, okay. no, we'll, we'll separate it. Well, it's a quick one. Muse away, baby. Uh, I think. If you volunteer for a marathon, that's worse than not running a marathon. Because you're volunteering to help other people finish marathons. That's kind of a weird thing to volunteer for. What do you mean? Just like volunteer to work the marathon? Yeah. Like who's benefiting from that? I know kids do it to get like exam hours and stuff, but it's like, you know, volunteer feeding people or like cleaning up a park. You're volunteering to help these like alpha athletes finish their 50 mile run yeah but you're volunteering for whatever charity or whatever the run is for i guess there's charities involved like whoever's yeah i guess so i don't know just think about people that do these runs my brother's like they don't do the run if they haven't told us they're doing the run my brother's doing a hundred mile run this year good i hope he doesn't make it (laughs) dies on mile 99 Let let his girlfriend hear this and report it back doesn't that like fuck up your ankles for life too like i don't get these like because i get okay marathon whatever 26 miles i'm happy if you do a fucking 5k you yeah, know me too. anything beyond that that's too much, too much. don't you're, you're worrying way too hard about this but then there's those things like there's the on joe rogan they're talking about the moab where it's like i don't know something crazy like 500 kilometers and this woman that won she won eight hours ahead of the second place guy like she slept for literally one minute over three days she wow. said and what, what do you That's can impressive. you can you profit off that like what do you do in the end and you know what? I'll tie this into another musing I have yes I read a thing that Olympic athletes their medals you know how they win what are mm-hmm. the what are the what are the three medals gold silver bronze no they're making them out of recycled electronics next time so they don't even win like a gold medal anymore they win like a fucking Nokia phone around a <laughs> lanyard what yeah it's being made out of recycled electronics and then he played it in gold yeah or something like that annoying just give the people medals yeah they don't get paid for this no That's one gives fair. them anything like hey you know what they worked really hard have some garbage take a handful of garbage home take a bag of recycling <laughs> please Every, it just comes take in like some compost <laughs> For your gardens. The next Olympics, your medals are 100% recycled shit. We used shit from animals, and now it's around your neck. Congratulations. Yes. Gold-plated and cooked. <laughs> give me a, give me a, give me one. Give me one. Okay, this is from our gal, Eugene. And, Hello. Uh, I just relates to something I was thinking about lately, something a friend's going through, but not necessarily that it's like that this is what they're going through, but just something similar. Anyways. So this is the, the equivalent of this Facebook status. It's like... I need help, and someone's like, "What's wrong?" And you're like, "Don't talk to me." Yes. You're just dropping hit. You want you okay? We're all paying attention, yeah, but you yeah, don't yeah, want yeah. it. Sure. Um, ask Eugene. Should I let my freeloading boyfriend move in? He's loving and great at chores, but really just struggling in life. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Good at chores though. I know. If he's struggling at life, might as well be in a clean apartment. Well, let's find out. Usually they're slobs if they're not, like, you know, really doing anything. They're, like, sitting around all day. Yeah, but how big is the apartment? Like, if you're sharing a one-bedroom <laughs> like this. You should be able to clean it not every a one single bedroom. day. Yeah, this, I know what you is, mean. Is this a one-bedroom or is this, this a bachelor? Studio? This is a bachelor? Yeah. Because the kitchen's sort of in its own little little, little yeah. area. I guess they could consider that a living room, you know? Okay, so this if you're living in, like, a bachelor with one person, like, it's not that hard to make it clean. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I... I'm not going to get into the person to the, to the situation I'm talking about because it's really no one's business. Is it the same situation though? Like slobby boy? No, it's no just job. like 
Is the boy two you? People, no, it's just like two people living in a bachelor apartment together, very low rent, uh, and the rent is so low that it allows them to live these like sort of luxurious lifestyles. N- not luxurious, but, but just like, like there's no pressure on them to like yeah. to, to to make themselves any better. That's Does true. that make any sense? It's like, it, oh, if we only have to pay four hundred bucks each the, to yeah. live, like I'll work four days a week, you work four, and we'll yeah. be good. It's the bare minimum. Yeah, exactly. You could do the bare minimum, and the fact that, like, anyway, this is I've already said too much. That's why people move into like one bedrooms with the girlfriends because it's like just imagine though, like living in this apartment with yeah, someone else with, full time in a bachelor. That, in a bachelor, that's insanity. Like you're dude. sitting here playing video games, and then like the other person's sitting in the bed looking at you. Yeah, like what do you? I need my alone time, all the time. Yeah. It's a two-bedroom. I sleep in the bathroom. <laughs> Anyways, Dr. Eugene, this is not the question. Dear Eugene, what would you say if I told you that the man I love is bankrupt? What if I told you that his bankruptcy was due to professional incompetence, it's- that he has no signs of income, and that he cheated on me for six months till I took him to a therapist and made him stop? It's the Monopoly man. It's the Monopoly man. <laughs> I, think, I like that he, Babe, he has no income and he cheated on me for six months and you're still dating him. But okay. How would you have no income and cheat at the same time? That you need to pay impressive. for like You need to pay for gas to like sneak out. But maybe you don't. Maybe you're just like the other person like, look, I got, I have a girlfriend. So like we're going to do a little affair and like I have no more money left to spend on you. Wow. What a lifestyle these people live. Eugene. What would you say if I told you this same guy can be loving, good in bed, and excellent at household chores, and that I've asked him to move in with me? Well, I would say you asked him to move in with you, so you go fuck yourself. (laughs) I make plenty of money for two. I'm in the 1%. Wow. Wow. But I have three kids to put through college. Am I being stupid about letting him move in or just petty about money? (sighs) Signed, mother in love. Do me a... uh, Maybe... Hey, Google... How much money does the 1% make? Here's a summary from the website usatoday.com. To be a 1%er, you need to have an adjusted gross income of at least $480,000. Whoa! From the IRS. Bitch, you good. $400,000. Hey, Google, that's enough. Quiet Thanks, now. Google. Hey, Google, play Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> you fuck. All right, Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Playing on Spotify. Hey, and it's a good morning here in Toronto. It's 20 degrees, the sun is shining. Get outside and take those kids to the park. I'm Matt Hoffman, and you're listening to 1025 WNBC. Here's Bruce. Take it away. Hey, Google, enough. All right. That was pretty good. That it always blows my mind when you do that, especially when we're gaming and I just hear you go quiet and you just fucking come <laughs> in with a song. It kills me, dude. Uh, where were we? Um, she's the one percent, four hundred thousand dollars a year. I thought the one percent would have been like two hundred thousand, like one fifty a year. Because you always hear those like crazy things where it's like, if you have three hundred dollars in your bank account, you have. You're you're in the top eighty percent of people in America with money in their account or something like that. Jeez, I didn't know how but far the jump off I was. Like fucking four oh, was it over four hundred thousand dollars? I think it was like four hundred twenty thousand dollars. Three kids. Well, you buy a four box. kids. She got this fucking useless boyfriend. Could you imagine being such a piece of shit that like you have fucking kids and you let some guy cheat on you for six months and then live in the house with you and your kids? Uh, that's the same like, guy. Yeah, for, uh, I was thinking in my head like she would be young. And he'd be staying at home. And, like, that's why I asked about the apartment, like, just cleaning a small space. But she's got kids and a whole life and all this money. And she's letting some loser without a job cheat on her and then move into her house. Fuck 
her. I was on this dude's side right up until like he cheated on her. Then I'm yeah. like, you know what? Fuck the both of them. You can find like a lazy dude and just have him like fucking have sex with you and hang out with the kids and stuff, you know? And clean. Yeah. Versus like, you Who know. Who cares if he cleans the house? You can pay for a maid every day. <laughs> One percent. One percent. One percent. She's like the point five percent. This lady. Anyways, would you mind being the breadwinner in your relationship? This is the Eugene poll. I wouldn't mind at all. I like wearing the pants and the skirt in the relationship. I'm gonna go with that one because I like the idea of wearing pants and a skirt. Which one would you? I guess pants then skirt because the skirt can just go around it. The skirt's gonna go over my pants. Yeah. Like a like a hula dance or something. A hula dance. Like over leggings and a skirt. I prefer the skirt underneath. At the least pants. if I'm doing that and I want to go use the women's bathroom, like fine. But there this guy go. was just fetishizing mm-hmm. the fact that he could go into this zone that was for so long he was barred from, and now that we're all PC, he thinks he can break the boundaries and just piss all over the place. I bet he tries now to- some woman's gonna come in there and there's gonna be <laughs> piss all over the seat, and she's gonna be like, "Look what this has gotten us." Yeah, welcome, welcome to my world. Anyways, Pissy seats. I love gender neutral bathrooms. Yeah, just give me a stall. Just give me a single room. That's all I want. I know. It's I was better off that way. I was at a restaurant the other day and I went to the bathroom and there's like a dude changing his son in there or something. But with the way the bathroom is orientated, when that thing is down, you got to shuffle around. Like I had to wash my hands sideways because mm-hmm. like there's a baby's ass three feet away from it, you know? Yeah. I went to see the share show. The Cher the, show. It's a Broadway show about Cher. When was this? A few weeks ago. You didn't I, tell I thought me you I would like it Cher? a lot. No, it wasn't Cher. It was a Broadway show about oh. the life of Cher. I thought I would like it a lot more than I did, and the actor I wanted to see wasn't even in it that day. So it was kind of useless. Uh, Stephanie J. Block. Is that actor going to call us later? Yes. Were you I joking hope, about that? About, about Sienna Miller calling yeah. into the podcast? I didn't email the publicist. I don't think it's email happen. her! I'm not going to email them. We're doing a podcast right now. Can you get Sienna Miller to call in right now? Anyways. Five minutes. So we're, we're radio at the, station. So we're at the Cher show. Okay. Um, there's a line for the men's and a line for the women's, but as you can assume, the line for the women's is a lot longer. Okay. So about 10 minutes into the- Wait, why inter- is it- Why do I assume that? Because it's the share show. More women are going to see it than men. Okay, that's, that So makes about sense. 10 minutes into the intermission, there's still a long line for the women's, and the, the line for the men's has gone down, so some women come in to use the, <gasps> st- the stalls in the men's bathroom, but all the guys are fine did about it. Did you make it. a hissy fit First, about no, it? No, everybody's fine. Well, one it seemed guy, well, like you well, made a hissy fit about well, the other one. one guy did. No, this I really? don't mind. This I don't mind. One guy did. You sick fuck. And then there's another, so there's two guys. One guy was like, what? this little guy, what's going on here? What are you doing? <laughs> Ah, the men's bathroom. You can't do this. And he's huffing and puffing. And then there's this another guy who's like wasted. And he's in the bathroom. He's like, yeah, ladies. I love the ladies. Come on in. And they're coming in. If I was a woman and there's some guy in the bathroom going, come on in, ladies. I would oh my run. God. And then he's yelling, Cher would like this. Yeah. Wow. And I was really taken aback. Like he was, he was wasted and loving the fact that these women were coming into the men's room. That was a great fucking story. I'm surprised you haven't told me that by now. Yeah, he was oh, so man. excited. Woo. I had a similar experience where I was at the Via Rail station and I had to go to the bathroom. Don't forget, I still have to read the answer to this. Okay, I got No, no, you. go ahead. Tell me the Via Rail. So, it's a bathroom story. This is the bathroom podcast. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> go ahead. Um, it's a bathroom special. I, I'm going to the bathroom and there's a men's and a women's room and it's the single rooms, right? Just a door and like everything else in there. And there's like two women lined up at the women's bathroom and I'm lined up behind them. And a dude comes out of the men's bathroom and I'm like, no one gets in there yet, right? Single stalls, anyone can go in. There's mm-hmm. literally zero difference except for like the dude symbol and the woman symbol. And I'm like, are you guys gonna go, are you guys gonna go use the bathroom? Are you guys waiting for the bathroom? And they say, but that's the men's room. And I'm like, all right, I guess, I guess I'm cutting ahead in line by three people to go use this bathroom now. It was very strange. 
Like if that if that women's bathroom never got unoccupied, they may have pissed themselves because they were too afraid to go in the men's room. Yeah. I don't know, but there seems to be the sort of double standard where like men seem to not mind women coming in to use the bathroom, whereas women do mind. Like I don't think at the share show I could walk into the women's bathroom. I think they'd lose it. Hmm. You know what? I'm gonna be a little bit like disappointed about these like neutral washrooms for everybody. Mm-hmm. Way less graffiti. I feel like they're going to be, like, way more on top of that stuff, right? They're going to be, like, painting it up. Like, dude, some of the best fucking bars in the city have, like, the wackest graffiti on the wall. Okay, let me also say something about the bathrooms. These restaurants and these new restaurants and bars that think that they're hip by having one bathroom, like, just one with stalls and sinks and that's it for everybody. Wait, wait, one bathroom with stalls and sinks? I think that there's a... Like, you talk about one, legitimately one bathroom. One bathroom. With a bunch of stalls? With a bunch of stalls (laughs) and sinks. Yeah. I've never heard of that. I'm pretty sure the restaurant Gusto off of King Street has has okay. this situation in their basement. But anyways, and I've seen I've seen it. Uh, there was a theater I went to in New York that had it. This off Broadway mm. theater had it, and like nobody wants this. Yeah, like oh, nobody forced. wants this. Forced assimilation. Everyone's got a shit and piss in the same like, room. Like there's nothing worse for me. Like I'm sitting through this play. It's like an hour and a half. I really have to shit. Let me yeah. just be honest. No intermission. I'm like whatever. I gotta hold it. And then finally, I get in line for the bathroom. It's my turn to go in. And then this beautiful, beautiful woman no! goes into the stall next to me. And I'm like, fuck you, man. You slipper your card under the stall or something. So what happens? So I go in the bathroom. I sit down on the toilet. I'm having trouble because I know what's happening. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this beautiful woman is starting to shit. And I'm just like... Like fuck, this is just a lose lose. Like nobody, wa- nobody wanted this. I didn't want it. She didn't want it. Now a beautiful woman is next to me shitting. I'm on the stall shitting. We're both waiting for the other person to finish and leave because we don't want to have to like look at each other at the sink or anything. It's horrible. Oh, li- don't do this. Nobody wants it. Please. Oh. I am of the persuasion. <laughs> We should have a men's bathroom, a women's bathroom, and a gender neutral bathroom. Yeah. But don't make us all go to the same one. That's insanity. I really can't believe that. Horrible. Like, what am I, I supposed to say to the women when I'm like washing my hands? Like, are you 100% ladies? sure that you just didn't go into the women's one I by accident? I am 100% sure. And then there's like a couple in line talking in the bathroom. Like, oh, I don't want this happening gosh. when I'm in the bathroom. You ever seen Harold and Kumar? Yes, I have. Remember when they played Battle Shits? Yes, it was exactly. <laughs> it's just like that, dude. Exactly like that. <laughs> All right, let's read the fucking answer. Okay. I uh, just got to do a quick unlock. Here we go. Do you Be- use a password? You use the thumb scan? I use a face ID. Oh, really? Yeah. Beware mother. You're cut your skin off and wear You're it. You're turning into a dreaded dude philanthropist. This is a benevolent profession chock full of ladies who have a genius for charity and a latch for losers. Show a dude philanthropist an attractive asshole who's half good in bed and who unloads the dishwasher once a month, and she will open her house, her heart, her legs, and Whoa. her bank account. Oh! Auntie E has no tr- has no truck with do-gooder with do-gooders. Even if you sent this gent to a convent to help the, with ha- the household chores, Auntie would tell the nuns to run for their lives. He's a cheat, <laughs> a liar, and a fuck-up who will waste your time, take your money, bed other women, and mangle your children's idea of right and wrong. Get rid of them! This letter is from the Ask a Gene Archive, 1993 to 2017. Send questions to egene at She's right. We should send her an email and say, like, thank you for your work. I mean, I should, you know what? Now, since it's like the one year thing, maybe I'll make when Rob comes back, we'll start like a little campaign to see if we can get some of these people on the show. 
It would be great if you could get E.G. Nicole in. Yeah, that would be... You know what? I'm She's gonna, still with it. I saw her in this documentary about Roger Ailes. That's and true. She was killing it. All right. I'm going to... I, I, You should reach out. I promise to the listeners I'm going to reach out. To E.G. And I'm going to get her on this fucking show. We're going to have to think of what episodes episodes to send E.G. I say send her the one called <laughs> Cunning Linguist. I think she'll really get a kick out of that. We'll try and plan it if we do even like reach out. Like You got to be on the show at the same time. I would, you I would kill to be on the same waves as, as Dr. E. Alright, should I read another music? I feel like all of these you just turn so into so many musings. You can only read this music if it's about the bathrooms. Let me see. I um mm-mm. Oh, that one sucks. These are all really good. You know what? Fuck you. Alright. That's not what I heard. Uh I, do you have you ever been to Grand Electric? Yes. Great tacos. Yes, but they used to have this taco called Scrapple that was like all the weird parts of the pig that no one wanted. It was oh, delicious. So good. And they don't have it anymore. Yeah, they usually have like pork belly, which is like, that's not the same. Like, I know it's a trash cut, but like, it's still I not as good. I wanted a pig face cut. Ooh, scrapple taco. And they they put it all in like a little loaf and deep fried it. It was a little, <laughs> it was like just a little rectangle of meat. Mm. Just give me a fucking snout I can chew on. But yes, Grand Electric. So thoughts? we were there. We were on, we were, I was, on a, uh, I was on a film set. So like five of us went because they gave us a little per diem to use. Nice. So we're like, let's go get tacos. And we go there. They have a great deal. Three tacos and a beer, 20 bucks. Oh, wow. Tight, you know? Why Tight. not? Um, I just got three tacos. They're fish taco. Legit. Really freaking good. Yes. I feel like if you get the like the chicken taco, it's such a waste. The spicy chicken? Ah, their spicy chicken is apparently crazy spicy, too, because people at my table got it. It's not that spicy. They were, like, panting. Were they very white? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> we finished the meal, and they bring over the check. And this is when everything unfolds. Everything unravels? Unravels. Yeah. First of all, they don't split up checks there. Of course not. How frustrating is it? Is it cash that? only? No. But But if it's if it if, if you give them two credit cards, will they split it onto the two? No. They we because we wanted to split it six ways. <sighs> well, okay, well that's a little extreme. A little extreme? What if six separate customers came in? It's the same fucking thing. There is absolutely zero reason why they should not be able to split up a check. Absolutely zero reason. So they, got, they don't split it up. Well, if it's six people, can't they charge you an automatic 20% gratuity? They already did on okay. the fucking thing. But they didn't mention that either. So we get the it's bill. It's expected, but okay. Well, it's usually expected with like eight people, I think though. it's. I think it's... At six? Anytime it's more than it's more than four, you should think about it. I've always been to like bars and stuff like that, too. And it never seems like it's that much all of a sudden. Like, it's a taco place. I know. But when a place is that small and has seats that few to I mean back in the day you'd have to wait an hour to get a table there I don't think it's like that at all now you just walk in this is right? fucking Japanese cheesecake over yeah, here back in the day five or six years ago to go to Grand Electric for dinner you had to go super early or you'd have to wait for a table and they've really calmed downhill since then I'm sure you guys walked right in and sat down we we had to wait at the, the like the the bar for like uh, 10 minutes okay well it used to be insanely busy mm. so they don't split up the checks. We're right. like, ah, fuck, okay. So everyone got $15 cash for lunch. But some people got some more. Some people got some less, you know. Like some people got guac. And like, then it becomes a thing where it's like, well, we can't split it six ways evenly because you got a beer. I paid $15. You got to pay oh, $32. Josh Raps over here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'd be totally happy just to split six ways and call it a fucking day. So would I. Yeah. I would, you know, I'll Venmo you. I'll fucking, can you use Venmo in America? We all, you guys have Venmo here? No, we don't. Oh, can I use Venmo? Yeah. Yes. Do you use an American bank over there? I guess you do, right? I don't, but I have a visa that gets billed to my apartment. 
so I have a U.S. billing address, and I can therefore can use Venmo. But you use like a okay, I think that makes sense. Yeah, it's U.S. U.S. money, U.S. address. Yeah, but we we don't fucking have that. So I was like, oh, we'll e-transfer you. We'll e-interact you later. It sucks, eh? The e-transferring stuff, like it's such an ordeal. And everyone has like their own like myths about it. Like, oh, I can only do it for like x amount of money or it costs me x amount of money to do this mm-hmm. i'm like i don't i don't know your bank i'm sorry i don't know all the rules about your bank right now so we got to figure out how to split it up so luckily i had like you know i got three tacos it was 15 i gave her 20 i'm like that's enough you know sure you didn't get the beer i didn't get the beer i was like ah fuck it i'll, tacos, I'll pass the beer 20 yeah it's nice it's appropriate so 25 tip we're looking at the bill and we're like hmm we realized like the tips included we're like damn it we were including like plus tip for the last 10 minutes trying to organize it and then we see someone's beer listed separately. It wasn't in the combo format. The beer was eight fifty. So we're like, okay. We ask her, hey, um, I think you forgot to give us one of the combos. She's like, that beer doesn't come with the combo. So we're like, okay, all right. And then one of the people that we were there with starts like talking to her. She was like, well, that's something you should have mentioned when we order the food. <sighs> and I'm there, and I'm like, <gasps> do they still only hire attractive waitresses with tattoos? It's like warehouse. It's warehouses. Warehouse should be burnt down. <laughs> while you're, and if you're listening and you eat at warehouse, it should be burnt down while you're in it. Oh man. So yes, yeah, then she's like, the oh, scum of the earth. She goes to warehouse. She's go like, oh, I wasn't the one that took your orders. I'm so sorry about that. And then we paid and we fucking dipped after that. Was it the one that looked like Olivia Wilde? Does I, she still work there from seven years ago? I I, I hope I hope she's moved up since then. Olivia Wilde? Was she from G4? What was she from? No, it was, a, it was a waitress who looked exactly um, like Olivia Wilde. And when Greg and I would go, we'd be like, oh, it's the Olivia Wilde waitress. Good tacos. That's the end of this story. Not as good tacos. Yeah. Well, honestly, you know what's really fucking good in Toronto? What? Latin world. One dollar tacos, baby. One dollar tacos. That's like one dollar pizza. I'd rather just pay the extra two dollars. Now, Tuesday's carnitas, baby. You go get fucking seven tacos. You get a fucking margarita. I'd like some carnitas. Woo! Dun, 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 dun. All right, let me pull up another one. Uh, I got amusing. Do you want to squish it in after this? Yeah, Game of Thrones is over. Oh, yeah. Are we glad about the fact that, like, how long until people stop talking about it? How long until they fucking remake it again? Oh, please don't. Uh, don't even joke. I watched Game years? of Thrones since, like, day one, but I'm so ready to never hear about it fucking ever again. I Like, it's done. Let, we, do, we did not like the ending, but let's just, like, fucking move on, okay? Now can you all watch The Sopranos, please? You know what? It does look interesting. Did you watch the trailer for Westworld season three? Oh my god! So I'm Paul? sitting there with my buddy Josh. We came. He came over to watch Barry last night. Barry, I the okay, season finale. Barry I it was really good. It was so fucking good. I oh mean, I gotta watch that. So we're sitting there. This trailer comes on. I'm like, oh fuck this! Look, and there's a great musical cue. I can't remember. Oh, it's a Pink Floyd song. Ooh. The lunatic is on the run. Anyways. Um, I'm like, oh, fuck, this show looks so good. What is this? What is this? What is this? And then they go, Westworld. I'm like, what? Now, after I got over that, I was like, oh, shit, that's great. Because I watch Westworld, yeah. so I don't have to start watching this new TV show. I'm so relieved. It's like two birds. They really Killed two birds with one stone. Loved it. Then my buddy Josh was like, oh, that looks amazing. He goes, Westworld. He goes, fuck, I haven't seen two seasons of Westworld. I'm like, oh, it's on you, buddy. And season two isn't that good either, apparently. That's um, the first season. Yeah, season two... Season two like started off amazing and like the middle the middle chunk sucked, yeah. but the end was good. So, like the first and second were great and the last one was great. I was reading online that some people were like, All that shit in the trailers from the first episode, then everything else is just back to fucking boring Westworld. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, All right, let me talk about a show one. that should end. All right. <clears throat> but anyway, also so so just to just to wrap that up, I don't want to talk about Game of Thrones. 
Mm-hmm. Barry's great. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. last episode mm-hmm. of Veep last week was fantastic. Series finale. The series but, yeah. finale was better than anything they'd done in three years. It was like, how did they have this in them and not make the rest of the last three years match the quality of that? I like, it was so fucking good. Mm. It was 45 minutes long. I watched it twice. It was sad. I almost cried at the end. It was hilarious. Beautiful. You know what I'm excited to start watching? Fucking Westworld, baby. <laughs> we just did that. No, not Westworld. West Wing. Oh, what are you, my dad? It's my I, dad's it's a really good fucking show. show. He, he watches West Wing, and then as soon as it's over, he starts it again. <laughs> it's his office. Yeah, it's my dad. Like West Wing and Blue Bloods are the two greatest shows of all time. My dad calls me the other night. He's like, "I think you need to go to the 9/11 memorial night." I'm like, <laughs> I'm like "Dad, like, what are you talking about? You've been in New York so many times. We've never gone to the 9/11 memorial. Like, yeah. where did you get this opinion?" He goes. Well, I was watching Blue Bloods, and I was like, oh, fuck. I'm what's, what's Blue Bloods? Blue Bloods is a show about cops in New York starring Donnie Wahlberg and Tom Selleck, <laughs> and it sucks. Is it from the 90s? No, it's been on for the last, like, eight years. It oh, still goes. God. It's so horrible. All right. All right. I am a college professor. Several female students have confided. You're not going to read the, 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 the title of this? No, man, because it always spoils You're gonna it. You're going to sneak up on me? Okay, let's I go ahead. I always sneak up on you, Let's dude. do it, baby. <clears throat> I'm a college professor. Several female students have confided in me they're having trouble finding guys. They're not hitting on me. And even if they were, no way I am dating a student. These girls are smart, nice, interesting, and usually obese. You and I both know that in this imperfect world, many, most people place importance on looks. But how do I tell them that? A straight single male professor telling a female student, even gently, that dropping 20 pounds might help her dating prospects in it is extremely risky. Extremely risky. Sign. There's, that there's, not, a, there's not a version of, of a male professor telling a, wo- a, girl's, a woman's student to drop 20 pounds. That goes well. You don't hear that story. And then she goes, and then I dropped 20 pounds and I had a boyfriend. Thank you, professor. He was absolutely right. That's not how that happens. Sign professionally risky observation flummoxes. Who is this for? Um, I don't know. Oh, you just do the bullshit where you email it to yeah. yourself and you don't know. You don't attribute the work to the author. But okay. The title it was um, "Should I, a male college professor, advise my female students to lose weight to attract men?" Um, the answer is no on that one. There's definitely ways that you could bring it up in terms of just like health and it's like not worth fitness it because you know that if it doesn't go over well, you lose your job. That is a hundred percent. There's true. no version of that. that story where it benefits you at all there's no benefit for him to tell her this like even if he's gonna help her so what i mean it's also weird that they're like confiding in him about all this because it's like scenario okay what if you were what if this is just about a guy named gorian oh okay you've got like you have a think of a friend Uh it can be anybody Uh who's a little overweight Uh uh-huh and imagine them coming to you and Uh saying why can't i get guys what do you do in that situation I grab him by the muffin top and see, I really truly believe that unless, I mean, it has something to do with it. Sure. But unless you're like, unless you're in a horrible accident, like you can compensate. There's all like, we always see like ugly guys with good looking girls and sometimes rich, ugly guys. Sure, not sometimes, and then you, but you also see the other way around, you know, like true, like guys we, with girls who are like obviously not as attractive as them, and that, and that's some sort, of, some sort of weird like 
hetero power move thing that they're trying to figure out. We just read an article where some schlub was dating the one percent. Yes, anyone can do anyone it. Anyone could do it. So, so. But here's my thing, though. Okay. They're confining in them, and they're like being like serious about it. They're like, we, we you know, like we're we're smart, we're talented. We you know we just can't get men. And it kind of seems like you shouldn't be Maybe you're asking, not as smart and talented as you think if you're like, my life is perfect and for some reason I can't get men. Yeah. Oh, I'm also like obese. Like, that's not just the reason. You're not just going to drop 30 pounds, 40 pounds, even whatever amount of pounds and just like have your problem solved. It's it's about it's about the confidence and learning how to like live with who you are. But that also usually comes with fitness too. Like the whole- Some people think that it will come. Some people think like, oh, I'm unattractive because of this. And if I fix this- I'm perfect. Like, I know a guy who always says to me, like, do you think my, do, does my, every time I see him, and I don't know if you realize this, he goes, to, he says to me or texts me after, like, do you think I look like I'm balding? Does my hair look thinner than the last time oh, I saw I you? A, I had a huge, and I just want to be like, buddy, like, this is not, like, if, if a girl's not liking you, it's not because your hair's getting thinner. Mm-hmm. It's because she can feel your anxiety about your hair. Says Hoffman with a fucking lovely head of hair right now. Let me see you fucking go bald and say that, dude. No, but what I mean by that, like, it's always one thing or another thing. It's the hair. It's a, do you think I'm, do you think blah, blah, blah. Does my nose look weird? Am I getting yeah. fat? Blah, blah. It's like, it's like, you're never going to, as long as you're continually questioning yourself and putting yeah. yourself down, you're never going to get anywhere. And my answer, as it always has been, mm-hmm. is just go to therapy, you uh, motherfuckers. I don't know. Here's, okay. I just think that if they're asking about it, it's like obvious that they like, they don't want to hear the thing. They don't want to hear it. Yeah, exactly. But, but they are asking about it. And that's the thing where it's like, do you just like shrug your shoulders, you know? Because also like working out like helps you mentally too, you know? You go for a run, you feel fucking I just better came, I came after. here right from the gym and I feel better. Than, and I and I hadn't, you know, because of school and finals, I hadn't been yeah. to the gym. And you feel like a, a slug. You feel time. like shit when and you I don't feel better, get activity. I feel better right now yeah. physically than I felt just from going to the gym for an hour mm-hmm. and a half like once. It does fucking wonders, wonders for you. Yeah. So it's just definitely one of those things where like and when that happens you start thinking like more positively mm-hmm. about yourself and like it all works together. So just because it does sound that simple it's not like losing weight you'll be better. It's more just like you as a person will be better you know. Yeah. But it's for this guy, it's like, I mean, I need you to read the answer. Yeah, also, like, don't, don't say a thing, because they are your students, and... Yeah, and you actually... get tenure, then you actually need do to, Does he have tenure? Uh, we don't know. Okay, if he has tenure, say something. Yeah. If you don't... But he, I think the best thing you should say to his students is, like, look, like, I'm your professor, and, like, while I'm your professor, I can't really offer you, like, that kind of advice. If you mm-hmm. want to come back to me after you grad... Could you imagine, like, the day of the last class? And that's the <laughs> end of the... That's the end of the semester. It's been great. By the way, Kelly C, you got to drop 50 pounds by next time I see you, okay? Thank you. Uh, he just, like, shows up to class the next day with, like, a scale. All right. <laughs> Get on the scale. <laughs> That's such a thing you would read about. Like, professor forces, <laughs> professor fired after forcing students to get on a scale in front of the class. <laughs> professor Peterson, I was trying to build character. You find out that it was a special scale that when they stand on it, it just says, you're beautiful. <laughs> and they walk back to their just seats all bad. happy. <laughs> all right. Um... Uh, I, you know what? Some of these are from Slate.com. I know some are from Dan Savage. I think this is a Slate. Dan Savage. You know what's interesting about you and I? I always come in with advice columns by women, and you always come in with advice oh columns my God. by dudes. Yeah, because I specifically seek them out and pick Dan them. Dan Sav- Let me do another one. You've done two. I'm, I'm reading the jump. answer. Oh, the answer. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Keep your mouth shut. First, it's an asshole thing to say. Never mind the professional risk. And second, because it's not true. Welcome to America, Prof, where most people are overweight or obese and most people are partnered or married. It's true. 
The likelier culprit here, besides a skewed sample size and confirmation bias, is the scarcity of available male partners. He's saying there's not enough men. Well, technically speaking, there there are more women than men. Really? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hey, Google, are there more women than men in the United States? Sorry, I can't help with that yet. Hey, Google, female population of the United States? 311 million. On the website mchb.ac.gov. Hey, Google. How many men are in the United States? On the website census.gov, they say, of the 2010 census population, 157.0 million were female, 50.8%, while 151.8 million were male, 49.2%. Do you want a little more context? No. Wait a second. Did you say 58% and then 49%? Yeah, I was trying to do the math (laughs) in my head right now. (laughs) Wait a second. What's that extra bonus percent going on? I'm so confused right now. I can understand it being like lower, like not matching up because people yeah. don't identify one or the other, but more. Hmm. Hmm. I'll ask Google that later. Um, I'll ask Siri that later. Women now significantly outnumber men on college campuses. Where men went, uh, where men one went to college in proportions far it's, higher it's, than women. That's what I was thinking of. Fifty-eight yeah. percent to forty-two percent as recently as the nineteen seventies. The ratio has now almost exactly reversed. John Marcus wrote in the Atlantic. Graduating will probably do more to improve the romantic prospects than dropping 20 pounds. Do both. Mm, do both. I may look fat, but let me tell you, I have a degree. <laughs> let me pull out my PhD right now. I have a PhD in cupcakes. And I have a PhD in cupcakes. Hello. Hello. Do you have another musing? I think I'm, I'm all out on my musings today. Oh, yeah? But I do have uh, another qu- another. Yeah, another one. This is from Carolyn Hacks of the Washington Post. The title is Kukuka Ooh, Mrs. Mm. Robinson, when a son-in-law hits on you. I love that. Kukuka <coughs> Ooh. Now son-in-law, though, that's like is that's like your daughter's husband. Okay. Yeah. Hi Carolyn. Wait, what? Give me a moment. <laughs> <coughs> Hi Carolyn. Recently my daughter and son-in-law were staying at my home. My husband was away after an enjoyable evening out. We came home and had more wine. My daughter and their baby went to bed while my son-in-law and I stayed up chatting. At one point he said, Oh, God. You look pretty cute. Why don't you come sit on my lap? Oh! oh mommy no dearest! Way. We'll talk about the first thing that pops up. Is this dude serious? <coughs> Holy shit. I was appalled. I had never before received these vibes from him, nor have I ever shown interest in him other than as a son. I went straight to my room and locked the door. Now, I don't want to... the doors a little much. (laughs) He tries to open it in the case of a fire. Bernice, are you up? (laughs) Now, I don't want to see him, and this has hurt my relationship with my daughter. I am afraid to tell her because of the new baby and because I feel (gasps) she will blame me. I have seen my counselor, and I now feel an email asking for an apology might be the best way to proceed. It's not. My son and husband feel I should tell my daughter. I think he might not even remember he was so drunk, but now I am worried if he did this to me, would he do this to someone else on a business trip? This is such an insult, and I am so disgusted at him right now. Signed, Disgusted Grandma. Real quick, round of applause for that dude's confidence. 
dude's hitting on his wife's mom when they had a kid? Yeah. Wow, man. I want to know what protein shake he drinks every yeah, morning. Yeah. This is like a Louis C.K.'s mother-in-law. <laughs> and then my son-in-law said to me, Bernice, you're looking good. You want to watch me jerk off? They asked. They asked. Do you want to sit on my lap? Wow. Um, I really have to pee. What's the, what's oh, the yeah, protocol yeah. with that? No, go, go, go for it. Okay, thank you. We'll be right back. Uh, we're just heading into a commercial break here on WNBC. All right, we're good. All okay. right. Anyways, what were we talking about? We were in the middle of my question about the uh, the son, the, the uh, son-in-law. Oh! <laughs> when did you come sit on my lap? Oh, dude, mommy, man, that's you know what? That's the kind of guy that goes to a club by himself. Is it? I think so. He'll like hit on like eighty women, and then the eighty-first one. What do you like, think was gonna happen here? I don't know. The, the fact that they have a kid makes it so much worse for some reason to me. Well, yeah, obviously. Because they're too far of, into it. You know what I mean? Because you have his fucking dumbass DNA like if it was in a, a boyfriend, child. It was one, like a boyfriend wouldn't be so bad. Boyfriend, the mother could probably sleep with him. Having a kid makes every one of these situations worse like that. Because you're always like, man, poor child has like a dumbass parent now. Like a real fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do, we, what do we say? Gross. We know we say gross. But yeah. what do we say? What is what we say is what does she look like? No, no, <laughs> come on! Love to know. I'm gonna cut that. I out. would love to know. No, don't, because I would love to know like how attractive this woman's mother would be for him to put it all on the line. You know hey, what I mean? Mrs. Robinson, Jesus loves you more than you will know. Oh, what's that you say, Mrs. Robinson? Jordan Joe has left and gone away. Have you seen that movie where that... The Graduate? Yes, I have. No, the one where the mom sleeps with her son's friend. And he has like a whole bunch of like... Ah, oh, fuck. I forget That's what it's called. Movies. I think it's Jennifer Lopez or something like that. And like... Oh, The Boy, the, the boy Next Door. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Great And movie. then there's also this movie called Adore. Maybe it had another title originally. And it's with, it's with Naomi Watts and... Maybe Anne Hesh, and they—they're two like—they're two women who are best friends, but and they've like known each other's sons always. But then the sons are like finally like eighteen, nineteen, and the, each woman starts banging the other one's son. Whoa! Yeah, they both bang. Yeah, it's directed by Anne Fontaine, who's a great French director. I never saw it, but apparently it was pretty shit. No, I think the kid from Animal Kingdom might be in it. The movie Animal Kingdom, remember that? No. Animal Kingdom. No. One of the greatest films of all time, Jackie what? Weaver. It's an Australian movie about a guy who's. Mother overdoses on heroin, so he sent to go live with his family. He was like the Australian mafia. Did you watch this when you were a kid or something? It was like 2010. I, I, I took, I took, I got dropped off at the subway, went down to Young and Dundas to see it, oh God. and I went back the next day. And Jackie Weaver was uh, so. You saw it twice, of course. Oh I had to God. take some. Other, Jackie Weaver goes, "I hope you catch them killers, eh?" No, sorry. Her best line is she goes, "Um, you've done some bad things, sweetie." And now insert that sound clip. Anyways, let's read the answer. Let's. Disgusted grandma. Yikes. Rightly so. I'm sorry he put you in this terrible position. I don't see it, though. As a hitting on his mother-in-law while his wife and baby were asleep down the hall problem, I see it as an alcohol problem. You mention it only in passing, but to me, it's the point. If you're skeptical, then consider the chances he'd have done this if if he were sober. That may be true, but first things first. We can't prove a negative, of course. But every experience with your son-in-law up to this point is of his not hitting on you. (laughs) Think of all the times he didn't. The ratio is like one to a million. (laughs) Could you imagine using that for like other things? Dude, you know what? Think about all the times he wasn't hitting you. Okay, here, let me, let me lay this idea on you. Have you seen Eternal Sunshine? 
Yes. What if there was a process that they could sign up to be like, we both agree to forget this memory ever happened? Well, there's not. <laughs> Damn, dude, Can't right. someone give Charlie Kaufman a job? Anyways. <laughs> please, please. That's something. And if he's been drunk to oblivion around you before, then that may undermine my case for blaming the wine for his achy position. But it still presorts... It still supports the argument that your son-in-law drinks too much. Since that's not only a serious health problem in itself, but also the trunk to a lot of problematic branches, risking his marriage, his child's physical and emotional health, his career, especially with business trips involved, his fellow travelers, if if he drives smashed, that's the better concern to articulate. Tell your daughter you've been uncomfortable lately because of a recent incident where her, where her husband drank too much and said inappropriate things. When prompted, refuse to share drunken words. Sober ones, yes. Say what matters is that he drank his filters off and you're concerned he has a problem. This also preempts her blaming you, an irrational fear, I hope. Say you will address it with him directly if she would prefer. If so, then send your email. Mention he seemed very drunk that night and said things so inappropriate and out of character that you're worried about him. Then, step back, at least temporarily, to let them handle it. As for his Mrs. Robinson ideas... I get they feel about eight kinds of wrong. I, I get they feel about eight kinds of wrong. Again, rightly so. But they're fi- they're flitting. Yep. But they're flitting across his mind is neither unusual nor a problem. The line he crossed is in ever letting them out. Forgetting is presumably not an option for you, but forgiving might do the trick. That was a beautiful piece of advice from Carolyn Hacks. We didn't even talk about what if the mom looks like the daughter. What What if? Beer goggles, man. <laughs> I got off. Hey, the, honey. I got off the, the the wrong floor once and tried to get into a different apartment. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was. I got off because like, someone hit six or something. So I instinctively got off, went to where like my door would be on the floor. I, I, I've done that. Like, yeah. I, I remember when I lived at I lived down near Queen Street. I, I once I got off on the wrong floor and I went to the door and I was like. I thought my key and I was like, mm, something's not right here. I was like the li- and you know what it was? It was not right. It was that that. It was tungsten lights on my floor, but LED lights oh, on this floor. Yeah. And everything else exactly the same. Flicker. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> Something's not quite right. And that's what it was. And then you walked inside and said, come sit on my lap. Come sit on my like, lap. Wait a minute. This isn't my apartment. That's not what I heard. Can't believe that people... They had a kid together, dude. How old is the kid? I don't know. What if the kid's like 40? <laughs> we have a kid together. Hey, Granny. You looking good. <laughs> what? Grab your walker and shuffle on over. Oh man! All right, let's get another musing. Um, do you think people who read while they're walking are actually reading? Read books while they're walking? Yeah, like physically walking while reading a book. I feel like is that a thing people really do? I saw that. I wrote it down because I saw someone doing it the other day. I'm like, ooh, look at me! Like sometimes, I'm sometimes if I'm on the, if I'm on the subway, yeah, if and you're I'm stationary. in the middle and I'm in the middle of a page, and like we get to my we get to <laughs> you my gotta station, finish the page. <laughs> I'll, I'll start walking and I'll finish the page. Yeah. Or if I know there's only like a page and a half left in the chapter, or like two pages in the chapter, I'll I'll walk and read it. But I won't leave the subway. Eventually, I'll stop at like the exit and I'll stand and finish what I was reading and then go. Yeah. The whole point of a point B walking and reading thing is just. I don't believe that. How anyone, can you focus enough on the book to like? Ha, I'm danger zone. Every time I'm looking at my phone, danger zone. I'm yeah. looking all around me because I might walk into something. You know, I was checking my phone a couple of times and I was driving over here, trying to make sure I had the right, <laughs> the right like advice columns. I was like, eh, this is not safe. Yeah, could you imagine you just pulled out a book and started reading while you were? Well, my driving. favorite video you've ever sent me is the Hasidic Jew <laughs> who's driving in the, and, he's, and he's got the he's got a sidur. He's doing prayers while he's driving. It's great. And then there's like a black and a, a black man and a black woman in the car and they're going next to him and she's going crazy <laughs> with her like 
anti-Semitic little bits <laughs> down there all over the place. Oh, dude, quality video. Oh, you're What was that? Was that a hood? Was that a hood clips? Hood yeah. clips. Yeah. The only people that should be able to read at their job are like Hasidic Jews and pilots. You know, they have autopilot mode. Yeah. Now I was reading about this law. I don't remember what I was reading about it. Anyway, but apparently this deal is that when pilots reach a certain alt- altitude in the descent mm-hmm. and the landing, there's a certain altitude where after that, it's illegal for them to discuss anything except for the landing of the plane. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> I wish I could remember what it was called, but apparently after a certain point, it's like, okay, Joe, from here that. until the time we land, it's plane landing talk only. And I'm like... So uh, what are you what are you doing tonight, man? We're landing the plane. <laughs> Just they arrest him as soon as he steps off the plane. It's like, sorry, sir, you were talking during the descent. You know how I was reading about it? I can't remember who it was, but there was some celebrity, I was, some famous person. Yeah. I was reading the Wikipedia page, and it mentioned that their one of their parents had died on a flight, and it was and it was after this I've flight that this about rule that, was invented. Dude. I wish I could remember what it was I called. Heard about that? Fuck. We'll bring it in next time, though. Yeah, but there's a name for it, and it's what it is, is that after a certain... I don't... And I wonder what, what this crash was. The pilots, like, were just losing their minds over something they were talking about, and all of a sudden they didn't realize they were really close to the ground. I'm not mm. sure. But that's... Yeah, that's a thing. Well, it definitely, like... The old George Carlin bit where it's like they have near misses. It's like, how the fuck do planes nearly miss each other? Like, it's almost near collision. Like, mm-hmm. people will crash into things sometimes. You're like, how the fuck didn't you see it? Like, I saw a gif the other day of, like, a boat crashing through another person's boat and they were like stop don't stop and then the boat crushes through people well, well that's kind of like there was some crazy boating accident that's how francis ford coppola's kid died really Where like i don't know if like someone was was ski was water skiing or something but a boat went too close to another boat and there was some rope that just like oh that's why dude don't fuck with Anything that has a propeller and string. Yeah. That's just a, a bad I wish I situation. could remember who I was reading about so I could tell you about this law and who it was and whose parents died, but I just can't remember. Well, I was going to say, if you're in town this whole week, we can do another episode later and this week. And then I'll come back. Yeah, and come I'll, back I'll, with I'll it, I'll dude. Like, tease okay, it. here we go on WNBC. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try to remember. I'll go okay. with my, my uh, history. Do you want to read another one? Or yeah, yeah I, I got uh, you. How long have we been going for? We don't want to bore people to tears. No, you know what, dude? You're rarely ever here. I, know, I went, like, but I want people to listen to this. <laughs> they'll listen and they'll stop. Okay. They'll stop. Okay. So at this point, like, it's okay to stop if you don't if you're not enjoying this. But anyways, go ahead. This one's just for us. All right. What do we got here? Um. <laughs> okay. Here's a good one. Okay. This is a D. Uh, ask a manager. Ask a manager. Partner's boss is a total a hole. Mm-hmm. My partner has been with the same employer for ten years. He is very happy at his job and his company, and because it is such a specialized field within an already niche industry, he has been able to really show off his talents and achieve huge career success within that time frame. He feels fulfilled, and I am very happy for him. Great job, great career. He's loving life. He's been there for ten years, that dude. That was a good one. Yeah, right. The problem, unfortunately, oh, fuck. is his immediate supervisor and his department head. It is very much an old boys club in the already small field he works in. The supervisor and department head have cultivated an almost fraternity-like atmosphere, and that's giving fraternities a bad name, Prudy. It's a prudence. My partner doesn't participate in any of these activities, but he is aware of them. I found out recently that they had photoshopped my face onto someone in a pornographic scene and hid copies of his artwork inside my partner's office when he refused to engage in a round of golf with them. (laughs) 
<laughs> Ooh, petty. That's that's so funny because that's like that's like the stuff in the eighties where you were like cut out someone's like actual head out of a picture and like slap it on something else and just photo scan the whole thing. Right. Bunch of fake Hoffman nudes everywhere. Dude, is this you? Yep. <laughs> um You said you were circumcised. <laughs> they considered this to be a prank, but I am livid. His field has no HR person to report this to, and the department head is a family member of the most prominent person in the industry, so he's, so he's used to getting away with these pranks. I know my partner is happy with his job, but I don't ever want to see either of these gentlemen again. Unfortunately, this field has many social events that I have attended with my partner, and my partner insists I support him by continuing to attend. There is no way to avoid either of these people if I do attend due to the exceptionally small size of the event, so my attendance will guarantee longish interaction with both of these gentlemen. Do I have to go? I'm sick just thinking of attending the next event in three months. I like this one because it really reminds me of like every sitcom ever where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, the boy. Like, what's David Koechner's character called on um, The Office? Um, it's exactly like that character yeah. who's always just like super loud all the time. And like, no. Um, hey, Google, who does David Koechner play in The Office? Todd Finch Packer. Packer. Wow, I was so impressed that Google could get that last name. That's a tough one. Was it Keckner? David Keckner. Yeah, but that's what like K O E C H. Yeah, yeah it's, Good a, for it's you, crazy. Google. Yeah, Packer. Packard. Yeah, Todd Packer. Uh, an office full of Packers. Oh, look at that dude. And then they have to. And then yes, Holly, and he's like, "Why don't you think he's? Why don't you think Packer's funny? Oh, it's great. That's the exact same thing. It's like, yeah, it's the story. Same. It's the same question." Hall, yeah, Michael's girlfriend doesn't find him funny, and then Michael like has to use that to realize that he's not fucking funny. So what would you tell her to do in this situation? I feel like I would tell the husband that you feel uncomfortable and have no no interest going to these events, and exactly, just, and just not go. And the husband can make up an excuse for the first two. One time he can say you're sick. The next time he can say you had like conflict. Yeah, and they'll, they'll, then get, maybe the they'll get the hint. Yeah. Plus, it's like no one likes going to forced events. That's the worst thing, especially when you have no one to talk to, and like they'll try and like wrangle away your husband. No one and, likes like, going to events. Period. Yeah, fuck, dude. Man, I'm so glad you say that. Like, the amount of times where it's like, come to this, come to that. And I'm like, man, send me a fucking newsletter. I'll open that up. Right. But, like, to go somewhere and see something in like, person. Yeah, we're going to this bar. And I was like, okay, but what are you guys going to do there? I was like, yeah, we're just going to drink and hang out. I was like, uh, we, did that a lot. we did that, like, last week and the week before. And, like, before. Same old thing. Do you have, yeah, can you, like, let me know if you're going to have something interesting to say? Because if not, I don't want to go. Um, Have you ever had to deal with someone like this? Like, a very, like, childish, like, I don't know. I really wish I could meet one of these people who are just like so rowdy and so boisterous like this, you know? Because they're really, because I, I feel like I'm, I mean, I've definitely been in the situation where like I don't like a friend of mine's, this is not the same, but like there's been situations where I don't like a friend of mine's friends. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when they say, hey, come hang out with me and my buddies, like you got to think of like an, a reason to say no. And eventually yeah. it would just be like, I don't want, uh, maybe I once even said, I mean, this happened in multiple situations, but in one of them, I think I probably said, like, I just don't like your, fr- I don't, I don't get on with your friends. Like, you're going to, to this bar with these guys. Like, I have no yeah. interest in spending any time with these, with these people. Uh, on, a, on a similar note, have you ever been, like, not friends with someone, but I've worked with a lot of people in a lot of different jobs where they'll hit on, like, girls with you? Like, they'll be like, hey, man, check out that girl's ass right now. And you're that's just, a movie thing. Yeah. No, I swear to God. No, I mean, it's real, but, like, yeah. that's totally a movie thing. But it's one of those things where it's, like... You know, do people still talk like that? I I worked at jobs like when I was working at IKEA as the hot dog guy. This well, one guy, would, oh my IKEA. the guy would write his phone number on like the hot dog sleeves and like serve them the hot dog with his phone number inside. I met this guy. He served <laughs> hot dogs. 
And the thing is, like, I never know what to say in those situations when it's like, hey, gr- hey, check out that girl's ass. Have you ever given someone your number, like, no, like written it down on, and dropped dude. it? Has that come never, on, does that man. ever happen? Never. I'm, what's the Tom Hanks movie where he meets women on emails? That's who I am. You've got mail? Yeah, that's what I'm fucking striving for in a rom-com. What, like you run a really great bookshop and she runs like a, a really great like boutique bookshop in the corner and you're and gonna I'm gonna shut crush her down. fucking yeah. business. Then she'll love me. <laughs> yes. Always dream about the bookshop wars. Remember the good bookshop war of 1989? Oh, Tom man. Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. All right. Answer. No, you don't have to go. I decline to support you by being friendly to the men who made homemade joke pornography of me. It may be a good opportunity for you to to get into a productive, calm argument with your partner about what kinds of support you two can and can't expect from one another. Okay. I agree. I mean, we basically... You know what I should have done? I should have printed out, like, a fucking porno version of you and, like, given it to you right now during the show, Just, you know? like, a picture of, like, some guy, like, some naked guy with my head on it? Yeah. Just to see my reaction live? Um, yeah. Uh, Eric Andre does that where he just has like naked photos of Obama. Yeah. <laughs> it was in one of his like RNC videos or whatever. All right. Do you have another one? I could do one more. Yeah. One more. Do you want another musing? Yeah, muse me. Okay. Uh, oof. I was at LCBO the other day. I'll wait mm-hmm. for you to pull it up. Yeah, I'm listening. You're listening. No, you're looking at your fucking phone. Mm. Hey, Google. Okay, I've got it. Tell me a joke. What sound do porcupines make when they kiss? Ouch. <laughs> yeah, dude. Ouch. Want me to read this? You're yeah. Amused. Oh, um, well, my meeting's quick. Okay, go ahead. I was at the LCBO the other day. Mm-hmm. I never pick the right lines. I always pick the line that ends up taking four fucking ever for some reason. I have horrible line judgment. Do you have good line judgment? Sometimes, right? But there's nothing worse than like getting in the wrong line. Uh, and the whole time, me in your head being like, if I moved right now, if I moved six minutes ago. Mm-hmm. So I get to like close to the front of the line. Are we allowed to be mad at people for being slow in lines? As in like the workers? No, like the people in line. Like when can you be like, like when is it okay to be like, hurry up? <laughs> you know what though? It's true because like you expect some sort of standard from a service that you use, right? Like, if you went to go get your car tires rotated and it took two days, you'd be called them up and be like, why is it taking so long? But there's no option in, like, the service industry to, like, kind of bring up any sort of complaint. It's always like, well, write in afterwards, you know, tell someone afterwards and they'll try and improve it. Mm-hmm. But there's, you, you want, like, an immediate, like, you just want to see them start working faster is what you're saying. Right. Some sort of jolt, like a shock that they get all of a sudden. I don't know. Like, I went to a movie and, like, I was next in, I was next in line and, like... The guy's trying to make small talk with her, and she's giving it. She's giving oh, it a small, and I give her this no. look. I give her this look, like re, I gave her this look, like really, like I'm standing here waiting, no. and you're still talking to this guy. Like, cut it off already! I want my fucking popcorn. Different time at LCBO. Someone was like, I was there with Catherine, and the cashier was chatting with her for a super long time, and there was like a line forming. There was like seven or eight people, so she's like, oh shit, and like does the little thing, like, hey, can we get some more people to the north cashiers? And then she's like, if you want, there's some people, some South cashiers you can go to. And then she starts leaving and she made a very funny, like, Game of Thrones joke. Like, oh, you're, you're going down to the South Side, I see, you know? It's very funny. So, is that a Game of Thrones joke? She, the South she, Side? She said, don't go Game of Thrones on me. So I guess it's a reference if she just says, don't Game of Thrones me. Okay. Right. Anyway, so I get to the front of the line of the LCBO mm-hmm. that's taking forever. Person sitting on a stool the whole time. What do you... 
What do you? What, what can you do there? The stools were yes. in between customers, man. I've worked a million cashier jobs and never had a stool, but the stools for in between serving people, man. The whole point is you stand up, you're quicker, you can go all the round. Here's yeah. your money, here's your money, here's your beer. And there's and, more pressure on you to go quicker when you're standing. Yeah, and then you kill the line, and then you go back to sitting. If you're sitting the whole day, what then? That's a good question. Oh my god. But people who work at LCBO are usually like. Uh, the cashiers are usually women and they're like I had some spry dudes there, when I lived at college there was like this 18 year old kid that worked there and I always made jokes about how he can't buy the beer but he's selling it to me he fucking loved that joke anyways anyways shall I stools yeah you see a stool expect some slow if service if you see someone sitting in a stool kick it from under them <laughs> if they don't RSVP that's your invitation to make other plans hi Carolyn how can I gracefully put a deadline on getting an answer to an invitation? I'm uncomfortable having an invitation hanging open indefinitely or hearing back at the last minute after I've switched gears. Say I want to go to a movie or a hike on Saturday. <laughs> hey, it's, I plan on <laughs> hiking this Saturday. I plan on happened. fucking scaling a mountain. Thanks for letting us know, dude. You hike mountains. Good for you. Anyways, it's happened that on Tuesday, I'll text friend A and ask her if she wants to join me on Saturday. If I don't hear anything back for a couple of days, I assume she's not interested. And by Thursday, I want to try friend B, C, or D until I get Saturday plans <laughs> lined up. Do I follow up with friend A first, which feels like pestering since it's an unsolicited invitation that's being ignored? Or do I move on with the assumption that I'm free to ask around? You're also... What do I say if friend A responds on Saturday and says she wants to hike when I've already gotten a commitment from friend B or have changed my mind about how to spend the day? Thank you for any help you can give me. By the way, this happens with very good people, so I trust it's not gamey. I just want an answer one way or another or to free myself from my own invitation. You're definitely my friend D. <laughs> I think I'm your friend B, but okay. <laughs> like a B you, would have to, you would have to know enough people to have a friend A, B, Hello! or C for me to be your friend D. That's good. Um... Yeah. Yeah, flaky people. I know a lot. Of, someone was just telling me a story the other day that they were supposed to meet up with someone and they were like, hey, we'll meet on Sunday. And then Sunday shows up. And then at like 4 p.m., the person's like, hey, do you want to hang out in the next like half hour? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, well, you, we, 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 we tried to make plans and then you drop plans on me so suddenly. I'm a big timing person. I like to, you know, I'm heading out. Hey, I got off the subway, you know? I let you know where I am so you can wrap up any business you have along the way, you know? Because it's never like, I don't want to surprise people. No one likes a, a stop by like that, you know? I'm like, hey, I'm five minutes away from your place. I'm coming on by, you know? Mm -hmm. You text me like, hey, I'm heading over to your place now. I like to have these updates. Okay, so I'll give you an ex a real life example. I was talking to this girl that I met on Tinder and we were trying to make plans and I was like, okay, this may be on like a Tuesday. I said mm -hmm. like, what about next Sunday? And she was like, I can do, I can do next Sunday and we're, I'm, I'm available like after, after four or whatever. Yeah. I was like, okay, we'll do Sunday. And then whatever. I don't know if, I don't know if we continued to talk for the rest of the week. Maybe if we did, it was very light. And then on Saturday afternoon, I said, mm -hmm. are we still on for, what, what are you thinking for tomorrow? Don't hear anything. So then it comes Sunday. Yeah. It's 11. It's noon. It's I haven't heard anything. Then I'm like, fuck it. I want to go to a movie. Yeah. So I, I message a friend. I'm like, hey, there's this movie I want to see playing at four. Let's go to this movie. I'll be, I'll be there yeah. holding a red balloon. So then I'm, so we go to the movie theater. We're sitting down. Then at 345, she messages <laughs> me. Hey, what's up? Sorry. I go, I was really busy. Blah, blah, blah. Too um, busy but to I, text but me. But, yeah. But I'm done my work now. And I'm like. Yeah. I, I was like, okay. So, well, I've. I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. I made, I, she's apologizing. I was like, don't yeah. worry about it. I made other plans. Let's do something. Let's try to do something another time. And like, did no response. But it's like, what did you think I was going to do? Fucking sit with my whole day open and wait for you to respond? 
I mean, I made other plans. I don't want to sit in my apartment all day waiting for you. And you text me at three forty-five, like fifteen minutes before before you said we could we'd be hanging out. No thought involved. Zero. Absolutely no yeah, well, care for you. No, exactly. Like you definitely saw this message last night. Dude, don't I'll, tell me that. Like, sorry, I made other plans. I'll make lunch plans with you next year, dude. And maybe it was like three. Maybe it was like she messaged me at three thirty in the movie. Maybe it wasn't until five. But yeah. it, was like, it was already the idea of like, no, I've made other plans with someone who I, I'm not going to cancel on because you've decided that you're going to respond to me twenty four hours later about yeah. whether or not you could hang out on the day of. That's like that's like bad relationship shit where it's like that's how you guys date where it's like oh yeah well, it's such a horrible precedent. Drop everything it's like, you're oh, doing. I really want to go out with you now. Like really. <laughs> what movie was it? The last. It was this great film about this Jewish family, and the grandmother at 93 years old says, Oh, by the way, I was a nurse at Auschwitz, and I wish we won the war. And they all lose their fucking minds because they're all like super Jewish. It was great. That sounds good. Like, Grandma, don't you have any don't you have any regrets? I regret that we lost. It was amazing. And that they find out that like sh- they're not really Jewish. She pretended to be Jewish this gra- this woman after the war. You know what? I'm not going to watch like it. religious. It's hilarious. I'll read like the Wikipedia page yeah. that and some of summary. the characters talk for like 15 minutes at a time uninterrupted. It was very weird. But I'm so <clears> glad <throat> that I didn't go on this date and I went to see that movie. Yeah. Um side note, just about like planning stuff. I went to the dentist recently. No cavities. What up? Whoop whoop. Me Did, too. Didn't go in a while either because I was just like. You told me first time in two years. Yeah, right? No cavities though. They're like, your teeth are fucking awesome. Just floss more. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You I heard you the floss. first million fucking yeah. times. Everybody needs to floss. But I'm leaving. I'm paying for it. Right? Also, I forgot to ask the doctors this. Doctors, dentists this. Because I had this thought. Why the fuck, like a hundred years ago, they didn't have toothbrushes. They didn't have fucking Colgate. So I started doing some Googling myself because I was going to ask them, like, did you guys have to take, like, history of teeth or something in school? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I'm curious about this stuff. I'm did like, why? Take the history of teeth? Because, <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, well, and was it open to people from other programs as well? <laughs> Could the layman like me come and take the, the history of the floss, you know? Because here's my thing. I started Googling, like, did people, like, did everyone have fucked up teeth back in the day? Like, sure. was 100% of people had, like, fucked up gross yeah. nasty teeth? Apparently not. Well, their teeth were all, all they weren't straight. I, I looked it up, and apparently the reasoning for why they didn't have to brush their teeth was, like, the food they were eating was more organic or something. That does kind of make sense. They were, like, they didn't eat as many processed foods. And I'm like, okay, I guess so. But, like, to not have to brush your teeth? Yeah, that's the one thing on Game of Thrones, like, never yeah, says it's me. It's like, they're, like, all you people must fucking reek. And, like, for the first few seasons of the show, there's a, there was a lot of sex. And I was like, you all fucking stink. Yeah. No one on Game of Thrones smells bad. Like, Khaleesi leans in to make out with Jon Snow after the big war. It's like, man, Jon Snow's mm. breath must be ripe. <laughs> and Khaleesi's got to be like... She's like, come over here, nephew. Let's fuck. I, I don't know. It's the same thing like on Walking Dead, how like everyone just like mows their lawn oh, still. Oh, they were so gross <laughs> in The Walking Dead. But at least in The Walking Dead, which I don't watch anymore because it's one of the, gr- yeah, the most horrible, horrible things ever created. But I'll I used watch that to watch finale, it. though. I'll fucking watch that finale, 100%. I will not. Like, Rick on The Walking Dead... Was always fucking dirty, and when Rick and yeah. used to go out with Andrea before he knew about his wife with Andrea the blonde Lori Holden, yeah, she was always fucking dirty. And you know what else? On Lost, let me take it back to Lost. They live on they, a beach, but on Lost they were dirty. No, like, I remember when 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 Sawyer was in the one cage and Kate was in the other cage, and they had all this sexual tension. And finally, Sawyer was like, "I'm a fucking crawl out of this cage, crawl in, not escape and go free. I'm gonna crawl into Kate's cage, and we're gonna bone." They were filthy. Kate was wearing that white tank top that she hadn't changed in 
God knows how long. Do you remember that episode with the guy from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Like, he gets bit by a spider, and then, like, he can't move, but they think he's dead, so they just fucking bury him anyways. No. It was a weird one-off episode in the first season. I love that show. The first three seasons, I'm trying four, to remember the first four it. seasons. Fucking I'm trying amazing. to remember, like, if it would be worth going back and rewatching any of Lost. I thought about that, too, because, like, I, all I can think about is, like, great fucking moments, like, when they find the, the fucking thing well, the at the end of the first is, season. the is that... Here's be the two problems with rewatching Lost. One, you know that all your questions would not be answered the whole time. No, but most of them, and you'd have to you'd have to watch the fifth and sixth season, which are absolutely horrible. I'll be honest. I tried watching those seasons. I couldn't comprehend it. I hate when stuffs like alternate timelines and flash forwards don't make me think. Like the best part about the stuff was like the regular people discovering the stuff, and then all of a sudden oh, they're like superheroes. Right oh, dude, right? It's just so Jen and Son. Oh, just seeing Lost. DVDs at like Value Village brings like warmth okay, to my Okay, I was heart. watching something and some movie and there was a young Jin from Lost and I was so excited. Oh, man. I was like, Jin! Young Jin! I wish I could remember what it was. I like that big guy. And that's got Hurley. Well, he's he's yeah, great. Hurley. He's been everything. Uh, Where's he's, Hurley? He's on uh, Hawaii Five O. Still? Yeah, one of my dad's other favorite shows. <laughs> he actually <laughs> dro- he must have dropped about 100 pounds. Really? He's looking real good. You ever see that Subway commercial thing they did on Hawaii Five-O? No. Oh, man. I'll show it to you after. You ever do that thing where you look in the mirror and you kind of, like, move your scalp and see what you would look like if you are like, hairless? Yeah, that's what that guy does I was talking about. <laughs> He's always just, like, looking and, like, yeah. reflecting the line, like, damn, my scalp is white. And you see, you, you look at him feeling his hair and you know that it's coming. And then he turns to you and he goes, does it look ah! like I have less hair than the last time I saw you? You're like, oh! <laughs> Oh man! Don't ever. What do you want me, me to say? No matter what I say, if I say no, it's not gonna help. If I say yes, it's not gonna help. Keep that shit to yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. All right, let me pull up another. Let's one. close it off with this one. Close it off. We've been going for like ninety minutes. Are you out of gas? No, they're out of gas. Who gives a fuck about them? Okay. All right. I've been through three big weight gains and losses in my life, about fifty pounds each time. Whenever I lose weight, I get tons of comments. You look so great. I hardly recognize you. I hate these remarks. I'd like to respond, thank God I'm not so fat and ugly and gross anymore, right? Or, my body is none of your business. I'm losing weight again now, so I'm not. So I'm getting barraged with comments. So far, I've just, been think, I've just been saying thanks. But I'd love to express how uncomfortable these remarks make me without offending anyone. Thoughts, signed Heather. Yeah, I get it. I agree. You agree? I mean, it, it's got to be weird, and I get that sentiment, and I've read about people who have that sentiment before. I guess so, but it really is one of those things where it's like, it's just 100% harmless, though. But that's what they do mean. What? When they say you look Thank great, God she's like, what does that ugly? mean? Like, yeah, what does that mean? Thank God I'm not ugly as, and as, as I was before. It's like, well, yeah, that's what it means. It means like, oh, yeah, you look more attractive than the last time I saw you. That's what it means. It's a compliment. A compliment is a positive. It's still a compliment. I'm not saying it's not, but that's what it means. They're not saying, thank God you're not fat anymore. They're saying, wow, you look great. You know, you look good. And they rec- they understand that they look good too. It's also, but it, I, I also get, get the other side where it's like, they're also just like trying to find a nice way to acknowledge that you've obviously been like putting work into something yeah. or like that you're like, whatever, unless it's not. And then it's like an awkward. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just like, you know, you know who wrote about this? Jonah Hill's sister wrote about this, and she Sarah Hill. No. I don't know what her sister's name be- is. Be- the one who was in Lady Bird, Beanie. I haven't seen Lady Bird, and she's in this I movie called Booksmart it. that's coming out. Okay, 
ad for Booksmart. Oh, Booksmart. Yeah. Isn't there like a Seth Rogen movie that's the exact same thing? But it's like three dudes. It was a very funny yeah, trailer. But anyways, anyways, anyways. So she was saying in some interview that like she must have lost some sort of some weight, I guess. And people keep coming up to her and saying, oh, good, she looks and she fucking hates it. I guess so. Because she wasn't like making a, con- apparently, I don't know, she wasn't making like a conscious effort to lose weight. She just was. And then people were like, oh, you look so great. You look so great. You're looking great. And she was like, oh, hey. <laughs> uh, so what would you do in this situation? Would you like say something every single time someone like. Well, I guess for this person, it's also interesting because she mentions that her weight fluctuates. Yeah, three so, times. So, so they're going to be like, oh, you look so great. And she knows that like. It's in all likelihood she's going to go back to looking the way she was eventually. So like, and then those compliments won't come yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's like, great. And I'm just like, can't wait to not look great. Could you imagine if you gained 50 pounds? Like, wow, you look great right now, dude. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> them fucking Krispy Kreme in your mouth or something. All right. For starters, stop thanking people for making you feel bad. Saying thanks may be the fastest and easiest way past the subject, but also reinforces other people's right to talk about your body and hurt you every time it happens. Better to ignore the comments or change the subject than endorse them with gratitude. I don't think a reasonable person would be offended, though. If you said, I know you mean well, but your comments about my body and weight bother me, I wish you would make them. Or even more directly, let's skip my body as a subject for conversation. It makes me uncomfortable. You're allowed to be straight with people. Uh, Heather, and now your feelings are justified. Now to the scores of letters... Now to the scores of letter writers who will complain that my ridiculous political correctness is getting in the way of simple compliments. Dudes, your compliments are hurting people's feelings. So maybe back off with back off your impulse and consider the unintended consequences of your so-called flattering remarks. Yeah, we're not allowed we're not allowed to flatter each other. We're not allowed to give each other compliments anymore, essentially. Yesterday I was over at Sharice's house, right? We just shouldn't talk to women, is what a lot of people are saying. And we're catching up for the first oh, that time. That was a weird I take that back. And I didn't mean to be so uh ignorant about it, but you know, I'm just in the sense like I totally get it, but like at the same time, it's like they're oh, never mind. So I'm there, and she's like, "What do you think about my new haircut?" Because her bangs cut. I'm like, "Oh yeah, your bangs look fucking awesome. How like, did it's it a look? Great they look good. I just uh-huh. it just didn't even like like I didn't even recognize it. You know, I didn't I even like. Sharice, <laughs> if you're listening to this, send send us each a selfie of the new hair. Anyways, it's one of those things where you never know what to say. It's like, do, I, do can you compliment people's haircuts anymore? What if they're like, oh, I, a tree fell on me. Now that's why my hair looks like yeah. this. Thanks a lot. Oh, so you mean just blindly? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just like when you recognize something different. Because they'll always be like, notice something new if you don't say something, you know? Well, they'll be offended like, by like it. Me, I was like, they're like, oh, nice haircut. I was like, nope, just didn't wash my hair. T- just didn't shower today. That's it. Just didn't shower Dude, today. Dude, the amount of times it's happened, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. <sighs> like, I don't know. What are you saying? I shouldn't? Just mm-hmm. smile and nod. Everyone should just smile and nod. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, I remember, I remember, I, I, I had a little bit of a chubby year as a kid. What? It was just like a quick year. Yeah. And I remember the next year at summer camp, one of my counselors was like, "Oh, you lost weight. You look good." And I didn't even realize I had a chubby year until like that point. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what?" And then I looked back. And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What was going on here?" But like, it was a little weird, I guess. How old were you when this happened? Fourteen, maybe. Wow. So you knew about blowjobs for like eight years at that point. Yes, thank you wow. for the callback. It took me a little bit. It took me a second to get the relevancy of that comment, but yes. All right. Yeah, I did, and that's why I got fat. I have an advice article. I didn't bring in the solution because it was a conversation between two people. So let's end it on this one, <sighs> and then we'll bring the solution next week. Okay. Man, you really want to fucking leave right now? No, I just now. gotta pee again. I'm not going anywhere, but Go I just pee. feel like I feel like we. Should, I also feel like I want to be able to. T- like we've been doing this basically since I walked in, and like I haven't seen you in a while, and I want to have conversations. You're not leaving like, after right away. No, I know, but I want to. You know, it's okay, been like an hour and a half. Okay, let me go pee again. Okay, go, dude. You're really pissing me off right now.
No, I don't want to listen to a 90-minute episode. Why should anybody else? A dumbass. Ah, uh, yes'm. Are you a simpleton? <laughs> I saw you fidgeting with your phone when I came in. I knew something was coming. All right, all right, all right. We'll fucking end Do you have the... no fucking ZD on there? Uh, let me see. Do I have... So what, no fucking ZD now? <laughs> I better, you better share that picture after. Oh, I will. All right. I got, you know, I think you'll like these, okay? I think these will, like, energize you. Yeah, have some more coffee. It's cold. <laughs> you made a fucking, a face. That, that's how you, you know the podcast face. is on too long. <laughs> when, when the coffee was good at the beginning, and now I'm, like, making a face. It can't be Ooh. that cold. It's tempid. It's pretty cold. All right. Did you say tempid? Tempid. I don't think there's a M in that word. I think it's just tepid, but... Uh... Temperature! Tempid! Oh, you're so stupid. Oh, no, no. You're, you're right. You're so stupid How, Of course. Sometimes. I am so stupid. Tempid, yes. My mother is in her late 50s and has been diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor. Didn't you just say this is going to make me... You were ending on a, on a high note? Okay. She tried one round of radiation, but now she was resigned to her fate and doesn't want more treatment. Respect. She is still mentally alert and vivacious. I disagree with her decision, but I respect it. We are open with each other. Last I night, my fiance tried to <laughs> fuck her. Should I have just been like, fuck him, mom? You're going to die. Oh, my God. Wait, go ahead. Sorry. That was really good. We need to, I need to have like a sound bite. That's like a phone call. So we can do like callbacks, you know? <laughs> do, we should do phony phone calls. <laughs> phony phone calls. All right. Um, we are open with each other. And I know that she was dating and sexually active until her diagnosis. As a final gift... I would like to give her one last fling with a young stud. I talked to an acquaintance who is good-looking, fit, and willing to perform for a reasonable fee. Do you think that I will need to tell her he is being paid? Don't get me wrong, I would absolutely tell the truth if she asked. But this seems like a situation where don't ask, don't tell is the best policy. Also, any tips for her stud to give her the best possible experience? Signed, going away present. Wait a second. This guy wants to buy his mother a hooker for for the birthday? I love her. For the birthday, for the death day. Sorry, for her death. First of all, this is totally something I would do. And for what? You would do like to your, like. For my dying parent, if there was not, if, if there was not another, if there was, like, if my mom was not in the picture and my dad were like going to die, yeah. I would totally like. What if your dad was going to die and your mom was in a coma? No. <laughs> Just think about it. Think about it. No. <laughs> She'll wake up during it or something. Ah! Ah! That's what kills her. Son, what did I miss? Well, dad is also dead, but before he did, he before he died, he fucked a whore, and I paid for it. That's not what I heard. Oh, I, I man. say whore because I'm living in a Sopranos world now. Um, yeah, weird thing to, to get your mom, I guess, but like... I think it's a great gift. Could you imagine being that close with your mom to be like, I know she wants to get fucked before she dies. Yeah, I think it's a great gift. Um, if you're, if I'm ever dying, please hire as many people to have sex with me and don't tell me before I die. Please, if I'm dying, hire like... <laughs> Whores. <laughs> if I'm dying, hire like 10 people to have sex with me, like separately, but but then tell them all the same time and date, and I want them all oh to fight over God. me. That's what I want. You want an orgy. You tell, them, you tell them that whichever one gets me first gets double fee. That's what I want. You're living but in a I don't fucking know. Hunger Games sex utopia, you sick fuck. Yeah, no, dying in a Hunger Games sex utopia. Oh, my God. This is only if I'm dying. Or if you just want to be a nice guy. Eh, you know, you do you. So what would you do? Would you get your mom? Yes. Would you get it for your dad? Yes. Okay, okay. 
Can I get it for you? Yes. Can I get it for you? Yeah. Should we get it for Robin right now? She'll probably want it. Yeah, she would love it. We'll ask her if she ever comes back. <sighs> All right. Okay. And thanks for coming yeah, by. And we're signing you off here on WMBC. Here is. Where can they find us? They can find us at badvicepodcast.ca. Mama told me, she told me, I make girls like you. She also said, stay away, <laughs> you'll never know what you'll catch. Bad Vice Podcast. Just the on other Instagram, day. Spotify, Google Play, iTunes. Where can they find you? You can find me in New York City. I'm not going to tell you where because apparently one of the last episodes I gave about my full address. So wow. just go back and find that one and you'll know where to find me. And you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Matt Hoffman. But we all need to use less social media. So probably better if you didn't. All right. Shut up, dude. All right. We'll see you next time. Mom is all right. Dad is all right. They just seem a little weird. Surrender, surrender, and don't get yourself away.